minus one minute. T minus fifty seconds. T minus forty seconds. Minus thirty seconds. T minus twenty seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. Own it, own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Yo, yo, yo! Happy Tuesday and welcome, welcome, welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk's Wild Superheroes After Show. Of course, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of The Hardy Wrestling Podcast, color commentator for the Belladonna Division Battle Club Pro and Black Girl Magic 2, as well as host and writer for Women's Wrestling Talk. And I'm so happy to be sitting here on this show talking about WoW superheroes, especially after the stellar weekend we had, but we'll get into that a little bit later after I finish these intros. Now, of course, I'm not alone. I am here with my soul sister and my amazing co-host and writer, creator of In Cat We Trust and the vision behind the Women of Color in Wrestling panel that took place this past set Sunday at um, Comic-Con in Los Angeles. The beautiful, the talented, the always awesome and New Yorker, Katrina Blake. How are you, Kat? I feel like I just saw you. It's crazy. But yeah, how are you? <laughs> I am good. I am exhausted. I'm um, still playing catch up back to my time zone, but I am happy to be here yes and i'm happy to see you and yes i'm tired too because you know i just landed this morning and i took a nap you know just so i could prepare and be here for this show because it was very important and last but certainly not least back with us after a little bit of a hiatus due to traveling and a whole bunch of other things it's the amazing producer host lady Emily May Heller with an amazing hairstyle. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm good. I'm happy to be back. Um, yeah, we've just had lots of, you know, end of the year travel and, and family stuff and work and show stuff. So I'm happy to be back. I've been, I'm excited to hear all about the WOW weekend and the panel. I heard it was amazing. I saw awesome clips and pictures. So that's exciting. I'm glad you guys got to see it up close. 
Yes, 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 definitely. Now, of course, if you're in the co- and you're in the comment section, if you're watching us on any one of our platforms on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, thank you for watching. And of course, you know, comment on the things that we talk about. If you liked this episode, tell us what you liked about it and all of the above. You know, just engage in the conversation. But before we get to the episode proper, me and Katrina were able to attend Comic-Con in Los Angeles because, of course, she had her panel, um, the Women of Color in Wrestling panel. And on top of that, the day before it, WOW had an amazing show there, a live show, where we were able to see the girls in action, you know, for the first time in person. It was really incredible. They had the WOW ring set up and everything, the ring that they have on television. Like, it was cool. Their crew was absolutely amazing and nice. I know David McClain was there, but we missed him on that Saturday, um, but he was there that weekend. Um, we saw the likes of Miami Sweet Heat there. We saw Candy Crush and um, Chainsaw there. It was just a lot of the personalities that we've come to, you know, know and love from WoW at the show. Like, even a person was this episode, Tiki Tomorrow, she was there. So it was an incredible show. It was an amazing turnout. They had thunder sticks and everything. Like it was just an incredible time. So Katrina, how did you feel about, you know, being there and experiencing it, you know, face to face? I was cool. Um, <laughs> considering uh, how long it took us to get there. Uh, and uh it took some time. It really did. We waited over an hour to get there, <laughs> or to get just to get a lift to get us there. And so oh, I was going to say, did it physically take you a long time to get there? Yeah, it was the it was the lift. We was like, oh my god, it was really like taking over an hour. And when the guy finally got close, they switched drivers, and I'm like, huh. And so <laughs> go there. where are we going from? Oh, uh, from where we were staying with TK. So. Um, okay. Yeah, it just, it was insane. And then the guy was complaining about traffic and I'm just like, okay, well, we're not from here. Like he was saying, like we were supposed to know, I'm like, Live, I'm from across yeah, country. No I clue. live in New York. I don't know what, I mean, New York traffic can be bad sometimes, but I don't know about all of this. And so, but when we finally got there, uh, it was actually really cool to see. I was able to get us to the front because I'm tiny and I need to make sure I can see stuff and get pictures. <laughs> so I got us to the front of the line, uh, to the front of everything. It was really cool to kind of see not only the audience, except for like one guy was kind of annoying me, but you know, the audience was like feeling it and it was into it. It was really cool to kind of see the personalities. There's a couple of switcheroos. So it was a little, it's like, oh, okay, I was prepared <laughs> uh, with some of the, you know, heel of face changes that was happening, but it was really awesome uh, to see. And we got to get some cool interviews. Uh, we got treated like part of the, the crew. And so that was actually, for me, I've been telling people all week, uh, since I've been back, like that meant a lot to be recognized by name. Uh, I was like, cat, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know my name, you know my name. And that uh, kind of threw it because I don't really go by cat, it's usually just Katrina. And so I was like, oh, you know my name, you know who we are. And so the fact that they was like, women's wrestling talk always supports, and that meant a lot to us. Uh, and so it was really awesome. Uh, it was a really great experience. And then we had the panel on Sunday, which was also really awesome. And uh, actually very moving again, I because I'm a crier. And so, <laughs> um, you know, there's something that was said that was very reminiscent of what happened in New York. And so it was really cool. Like, yay, this is kind of what I wanted. And it happened. And so super awesome experience. I was, I'm tired, but super worth me being exhausted. <laughs> it definitely was. 
I was so glad um, to be a part of the show and to actually see um, them in action. It's like, I admire these women so much, you know, outside of, you know, their characters and just who they are and what they bring to the table in terms of women's wrestling in 2022. So to be able to witness it, you know, just really meant the world, you know, to me as a fan, but also as a journalist as well. And as a journalist, the idea that they knew us because we're the ones who consistently talk about them and cover them and show them love all the time, that was very meaningful as well because we weren't sure how it was going to go but the idea that they were actually embracing towards us and loving on us as if they had known us our entire lives was just really beautiful it was really beautiful and of course with that being with that being said with all the love I also got into it with Penelope Pink too. That was fun. Um, she knows us, like she knows me from what I tweet about her in terms of us and the beef that we've got going on because I be talking about how much I don't like what she does because she be, her and Lana Star be cheating. And so I be talking about it on Twitter all the time. Did whenever you call I like her out me. on it in person? It's, it's different when you call someone out on Twitter and then you see them in person and then it changes yeah, I told her it didn't change. Like, but here's the thing though, Penelope Pink wasn't scared. She got all the way in my face like this. <laughs> I was like, so, so does she want to fight? Does she want to fight? Is that what we're going to do? But it turned out to be okay, you know. And she actually, you know, retweeted the picture that we took together with our hands in each other's faces. It was fantastic. But just know, Penelope Pink, it, it's still on site. Wow. Still on site. We still don't like you, but it's okay. In real life, we love you, but just know. No, you can't go back. You can't go back, Stephanie. No, no, no. She has to know. Like, you can't go back. I respect you. Stick with it. Stick with it, Steph. <laughs> yes. Okay. But either way, it was fantastic. And of course, the panel was beautiful. Shout out to Jen Savani. Shout out to um, Kid Bandit, who also had an event that day as well. Um, and also just shout out to Viva Van and also to TK, our um, lovely CEO, who was able to be a part of it as well. And was a great part of our experience in LA. Like, it was just a beautiful experience. And also love to Katrina, who created this entire thing and allowed for us to be together in that way and talk about our experiences as women of color. It's very important. And shout out to all the people who came out too, because that was a really oh, good turn. It was awesome. It was as well. Yes, JD. Because <laughs> when TK said who you were, I was like, what? You actually, like, listen, I thought you was, you know, people say stuff online all the time. So honestly, truly, thank you for showing up. Uh, you again always are on the shows. I'm sure he's gonna pop it pop in at some point, but you're always on the WWT shows, always popping in, always being supportive. And so to have you there at the panel meant everything. So thank you. I wanted to say that again. <laughs> yes, thank you, JD, for coming to the show and you know, um embracing us and loving us and stuff and just continuing to support us. It was really great to meet him. That was fantastic. But now we got to go into the show proper. We got a show and we got an episode, a new episode that took place this past Saturday. And it was lots of cushion, right? So, oh, it's a, oh, it's a tail. Yay. It's a kitty. Hello. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I love a visit from Emily's pets. It's just, they so, always it never gets on. old. They always want to hop on. <laughs> it never gets old. I never get tired of it. So, we started with some tag team action on this episode of WOW. 
between Adriana Gambino and Gigi Gianni versus the Bully Busters, of course, reuniting after having a hiatus of a couple of weeks, Keita Rush and Steffi Slays, who is becoming, you know, more and more of my favorite for all the obvious reasons. Now, this match, of course, um, took place... Um, due to the fact that Keita Rush and um, Steffi Slays had been, you know, apart due to Keita Rush tagging with Candy Crush. But, of course, they've broken up due to the idea of um, her losing her gloves and Keita being responsible for it. But then as that happened, Keita and Steffi were having, like, a beautiful discussion about their friendship. And so they reunited as the Bully Busters to come back together. And Adriana Gambino and Gigi Gianni really didn't care about any of that. So they came out there and had a step are showing in their match like it seemed like for the amount of time that the bully busters were apart from each other they kind of lost a little bit of their tag team chemistry because adriana and Gigi kind of ruled the entire match most of the time and even in the moments where um steffi slays did kind of come back and you know bounce back with a number of her maneuvers and stuff like that it just wasn't enough to really pull them together for a win and in the end as Keita Rush was being pulled apart, you know, from her corner and from her partner by Adriana and Gigi, they just kept, you know, wailing on her with kicks and all kinds of different things. But in the end, um, Gigi Gianni hit Keita Rush with a um, with one of her belly to belly suplexes, and Adriana kept Steffi's legs from breaking up the count, which allowed for Adriana and Gigi to win the match. So this match was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, and like I said, the chemistry between Adriana and Gigi was on full display here. And of course, AJ had to big up New Jersey as she always does. So Katrina, we'll start with you. How did you feel about this match as Jay is in the comments saying hello? So yeah, uh, hey, how did JD. you feel about the match? Uh, yeah, well, um, because we didn't get to watch it live, and so I guess it's always a different feeling, uh, I guess, watching it when it uh, aired. But I thought it was, uh, considering, I, I actually wasn't a bit surprised about the winners because the fact that Akita and Steffi really haven't tagged together in a few weeks. And it was the whole thing with Candy Crush and her situation with the gloves and everything. And I feel like, you know, there was a time where, you know, you even speculated it might have been you know, even one of them involved in the situation. And so to kind of come from that where there might have been suspicion and then kind of got the tag back with somebody you had before all of this. And I feel like their wires wasn't like it was a few weeks ago where they seemed a little bit more in sync. I didn't think, I didn't feel like they were in this particular match as much as previously. And I think that, you know, GG and, uh, you know, they took advantage of that and wound up, got, it wound up leading them to a victory. And so I thought it was a solid match, uh, but I'm hoping that if they're going to continue at least with Steffi and Kita uh, together again, that they can kind of get it back on the same page. Because like the last week was kind of very similar with Kita and Candy Crush, where they were not on the same page. And why I understood why there was, again, that like not level of how it should have been in a tag team. It still is like, hmm, well, you can't have two teams back-to-back -back weeks where you're not really gelling the way you should if you're trying to win a match. And so... That's I'm hoping, you know, if this, you know, and the more tag teams with at least Keta involved, that they can kind of be on the same page and more in sync to kind of get to where they want to get to, which is to win the match. But otherwise, I thought it was a really good open uh, for, you know, the show this week. Definitely. What about you, Emily? 
Yeah, I mean, I think this was um, to, you know, I agree with some of uh, Katrina's points that you could definitely see that, uh, you know, Adriana and Gigi, like they were the kind of the dominant tag team in this in this uh, opening match. Um, they they were a little bit more in sync. You could see that teamwork going to going into play during this. And, um, you know, and I think they were just, they went in there. I, I sense that they went in there a little bit more determined to, to get that win. You know, they're like, well, uh, you know, not letting other things, other things kind of get in the way. So I felt like they were, uh, stronger, uh, in this moment, um, than I think we've seen previously. So. Definitely. I absolutely agree with that. Like it was just, it was just the bully busters. They've just sort of been on a struggle bus lately, but here's hoping that they do get a chance to turn it around because it's just like Keita Rush and Steffi Slays are like the OGs of WoW. So it's just like, I'm hoping that they could have a little bit more of a dominant showing, you know, as they continue to matriculate as a tag team, as they get it together, you know, cause they have been apart for so long but Adriana and Gigi you know they really did blaze through them with all of their you know stuff going on and of course their attitude was on display as well so I really it was a really great showing by them so maybe they could possibly you know be in title contention one day you never know you just never know but either way Gigi Gianni and Adriana Gambino won the match so next up we had some one-on-one -on -one action been, um, we had some one-on-one -on -one action between um, Tiki Chamaro and Glitch the Gamer. So <laughs> I liked this match because I was able to see more of what Tiki Chamaro had to offer in terms of her in-ring work. They did talk about on commentary how she was once a... Um, how she was once a rugby player. And I thought that was really a, a really nice, um, interesting piece of information to know about her because rugby is a rough sport. It's almost like oh, on the level of what you imagine football to be. Oh, totally. It's like, it is very, very dangerous. Yes, absolutely. So we got to see more of her um, action there. But then, of course, with Glitch the Gamer, she sort of played the aggressor in this match. Like, um, she was coming off of the heels of her vict her last victory with BK Rhythm um, in the tag team division. So they had so she had a whole lot of fire and then we'll talk about bk rhythm a little bit later on in the show but this match i really enjoyed like i said um glitch the gamer was came off as more of the aggressor at the beginning of the match um she like there was just a lot of toughness shown from her but then with tiki tomorrow you saw a lot of her high flying stuff like i said a lot of her um tackling that she got from her rugby background she had a, a really impressive backwards arm drag that i hadn't ever seen before but i thought it was really interesting i thought that was really cool from her um on top of her running clotheslines that she had hit on glitch the gamer as well but then there was also another point where she hit a really impressive 619 except on commentary they called it the 671 um i thought that was really cool i was like okay tiki i see you i see you with that inspiration um and it was really cool but then as she had the momentum she climbed up on the top rope and as she went for a splash <clears throat> 
excuse me, she held her knee, Glitch held her knees up and her abdomen ran into her knees and then Glitch was able to hit her game over finisher, her, her knee, and wound up winning the match. So Glitch the Gamer wound up winning this match and it was still, it was a nice, you know, showing from the both of them. So Katrina, how did you feel about this match? I thought it was good. Uh, like we did just see, uh, uh, Tika on um you know Saturday and so it's like oh yeah we get to kind of see her on you know the the episode but I thought it was uh, I I like that we're seeing more of what she can do in ring and I'm I like that they um are getting better with showcasing like so, like it's nice to see tag teams obviously I think tag team wrestling sometimes is not as appreciated as it should be but it's also nice especially when you know, we're focusing on like characters like we have in with the superheroes of WoW to kind of see what they can do also solo. And so I like that we're kind of seeing more of uh, her. And I wasn't I wasn't necessarily upset with the win. I do, again, glitch outside of WoW. And so I think she's fantastic. And so, you know, I, I like that her gear is always super flashy, uh, kind of reminds me of oh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, Ready Player One, I feel like that's the name of the movie, where it kind of very similar, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, costume gear happening. Uh, and so I was okay with the win. I, I thought it was, I, I thought it showed them both well. And I'm hoping, you know, even as the other episodes come, that we can kind of get more seeing, like, how these wrestlers with these gimmicks kind of also portray solo. Because I do like tag team wrestling. But again, when you kind of like, we're going off a name, and we don't know too much. It was like, okay, well, how is their wrestling going to translate when we're just knowing about how they are off names? You know, like a lot of their names, like, you know, uh, Foxy, you know, very like 70s. Like, it's all like very specific. And so it's just nice to kind of see them letting them kind of explore that more solo in the wrestling ring. As I definitely agree with all of that. Like, I really agree. And it was a great showing on both ends for both girls. So, Emily, how did you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, match? we've seen we've seen Glitch the Gamer before. We've seen her, you know, um, have some losses, have some wins. And I feel like with um, Tiki, what I loved about this is, like, even though she took charge in this match, this was a moment for her in the beginning of this match Per, to really show what she's got, right? She's going against, it's someone new, right? We're getting introduced to, we're kind of getting to understand what her moveset is, what she can bring to the ring, how she's going to compete against, you know, her other her opponents throughout WoW. And so we're kind of getting to know this about her. So this, I like, she did have some amazing moves in the ring that we got to see and she got to showcase. But I feel like Glitch, the gamer being kind of, uh, a regular and has been around a little bit more like she really was like you know what I'm not taking it like she had such a counter reaction and an offense to the moves that um that Tiki was bringing I was like oh man like it felt like that energy was there and the 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 fight on both sides were there but I feel like Glitch was like you know what I need this win a little bit more than you <laughs> um again people might disagree but um, I feel like both were very strong, but um, I, I liked the introduction of Tiki to find, you know, I liked that introduction, finding things to like about her so that we can see her in others. I can't wait to see her in other situations, right? Uh, see her against different people because there was somewhat of a 
somewhat of a size difference in this, like uh, height wise. So um, they had to kind of work, she had to work that angle a bit with, uh, with glitch. But it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And the thing that I found the most impressive, well, about TK, well, not TK, I'm sorry, Tiki. Jesus, I'm sorry. Um, it's just the fact Wait, that TK is um, <laughs> on my brain. Uh, um, Tiki is the fact that she, you know, tried to strategize and destroy that height difference due to like with her kicking and working on um glitched gamers' legs. Because that's where a lot of her offense is. And so she really did try to take her down in that. But Glitch, you know, was was just, you know, ready to go that day. Like you said, she was ready to win. And that's what wound up happening. Now, of course, you know, we will see more from Kiki, you know, as we continue to move on in our wild journeys. But I do hope that she does, you know, continue to try to find a winning streak here. But Glitch the Gamer wound up coming out with the win. Um, and shout out to JD in the comments. He said that Glitch the Gamer gamer is such a fun name it really is it yeah. really is it's I really like it a lot. Love how it's so her personality like really encompasses who she is and on, even on commentary you could hear them talking about like oh do you watch her uh twitch channel do you watch this and i loved i love that back and forth on commentary where they're talking about that because uh there's definitely like a very uh very specific group uh of fans that that kind of watch both so i feel like they're kind of doing some crossover uh crossover work here with glitch the gamer <laughs> yeah definitely and it's just really i just like it it's just really cool stuff going on so moving forward in an, in some more singles competition we got a debut on this episode of wow um and of course like we're talking about Glitch the Gamer's partner, BK Rhythm. She had this um, solo match coming off of her, that, their last win against um, Keita Rush and Candy Crush. Um, she had a singles match against the debuting G.I. Jane. Now, this is interesting for me because while we were in the WOW section at Comic-Con in L.A., um, I saw a bill. They had like different signs of lots of the WOW girls, you know, around the ring and she was one of them gi jane was one of them and i was just like i don't you know we hadn't seen her yet but now here we are and we've now we've mm -hmm. seen her and she's this beautiful statuesque black woman like oh my gosh she's so gorgeous and she has a really short haircut and they did talk about on commentary how she's a seven-year u.s army drill sergeant like, think about that. Like, a seven-year drill sergeant in the U.S. Army. So, we have two people in WOW who have, who have served or are still currently serving in our military. And they're both women of color. And I think that's amazing. Between her and Commander Spars, it's just amazingly... Like, I just love watching these women, you know, sort of do both in terms of serving the country and wrestling. It's just really amazing. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, with this match, um, she came in, G.I. Jane walked in, and as she walked in, you know, BK Rhythm, of course, didn't care. She was saying that in her rap that she wanted her to show, you know, the, pa the same passion as she has, and that you're just a part of a greater um, 
legacy or a greater machine or something like that in terms of her military work. And she was saying, like, look, I'm going to beat you, you know, regardless of, you know, what type of background you have. So that was something that BK was saying in her rap. And then AJ Lee was, well, AJ Mendez was on commentary and saying that, you know, she had her experience with rap with writing poetry because she said poetry and rap are essentially the same thing and she's not wrong um but david mcclain was like maybe one day since bk rhythm is growing on you you guys could get together and do a collaboration and i was just like ah that's funny um but later on in the match you know aj would have an out with bk rhythm so that happened on commentary and jd is being smarmy and he's saying chris rock has just left the chat he was never in it but anyway um <laughs> i understand the joke though gi jane was impressive in this match for this to be her debut she showed a lot of her power because even when her and bk you know bk tried to swing on her you know with a hit she ducked it and then she lifted her up and then slammed her and i was just like you know what okay this is the type of match we've got going on here gi jane was just so powerful like she was just like really strong she even hit you know a pump kick you know after bk rhythm was being disrespectful by actually knocking her down and putting on her dog tags which is not a thing that you do ever you do not do that um that's very disrespectful if you haven't earned it so um gi jane did not take too kindly to it so she punched her and then hit her pump kick on her and then hit her with a leg drop um and after, and what she called the drill drop, and she wound up winning her debut and taking her dog tags back. So when it comes to the team of Glitch the Gamer and BK Rhythm, BK Rhythm wound up coming out the loser on this episode of WoW to someone who made her debut in G.I. Jane. So it was a beautiful showing. So Katrina, how did you feel about the debut of G.I. Jane? Uh, I, I thought it was solid. You mentioned uh, the fact uh, that we, we saw her cut this exactly. I was like, oh, okay, because uh, you said someone told you that that was like their favorite one. And you was like, oh, I haven't like haven't seen her yet. And so the fact that that happened literally later on that day, she makes a debut is kind of cool. Uh, but I thought it was a really, in fact, she got a win. Okay, so kudos to getting your win because sometimes you don't know who's going to get a win on their debut she got a win but also i thought i liked that you know her moveset kind of for me felt like very drill sergeant-y type of that's another the sergeant-y part's not a word but like um the fact that you know drill sergeants are usually to be very tough very like no nonsense type of people the fact that she did a lot of that i felt during the match like a lot of her moveset kind of was like no nonsense just need to do what needs to be done super like tough to the point and i i thought that was really like cool to kind of see because i thought like this was actually a very clear uh move set for what her gimmick is uh i was like okay like i i, I like i like that the, again very like tough very to the point very blunt with it and very kind of how you expect the drill sergeant to be uh and so i thought it was a really good showing for her uh bk rhythm you know how i feel about mm. bk rhythm and so <laughs> yeah she mm. and so the fact that she was talking on spot like she always do to lose i was like if you haven't learned nothing yet sometimes it's okay to keep and sometimes it's okay to keep quiet and don't say it. sometimes you don't need to always say something you didn't sometimes like her you didn't like her championship comment that she's gonna be champion 
I just know I'm just not a fan and I'll be trying and I'm like every time she's I'm just you know what this is why I don't really like mm. and so <laughs> I just it doesn't hit the way I guess other people might like it just doesn't uh it hasn't hit uh with me uh so she did all that talking to lose and I'm like see maybe some you need to take next time we see you don't say anything maybe leave the rest less talking more in the Leave the raps in the studios or, you know, wherever you do the better raps, leave that there and come back ready to fight. And then maybe you actually do something. All the rapping clearly is not helping her, so stop doing it. And like I get it's the gimmick, but I'm like, clearly these battle raps has not helped you, except for maybe once. And that was more of a, like, a advantage taken of the opponent because the opponent kind of was, you know, with some, with some stuff happening that was like, take advantage of this. So... You know how they say in tennis, sometimes if you lose, you get a point, you lose a, the other opponent, get a point is because of your mistake and not necessarily because they're better. And so I feel like some that that, that win was one of those situations. So, um, yeah, I thought, but outside of BK Rhythm, like annoying me as she does often, uh, I did think it was a good <laughs> showing, however, for uh, Jane. I thought it was really cool to kind of see. And so I'm kind of looking forward to see what happens next with her after the speak. I mean, I like, I, you know, I, I, we all have our feelings about BK Rhythm. Um, I think, uh, she definitely has a chip on her shoulder. She comes out, tries to, um, you know, tries to, to say that she's going to be champion, but you got to work for it, right? You got to work you got to go through opponent after opponent. You got to show that your championship material. Um, and I feel right. like she still, she still needs to work towards that, right? And like this match was proof of that uh, because GI Jane, we got a debut, um, really was super strong. Was actually had some incredible moves. Was I wouldn't want her as my drill sergeant. I wouldn't want her telling me what to do and try to keep me in line. Um, but I think my prediction is this uh, this new talent is going to be a threat to the women's division at WOW because she is a drill sergeant. She is determined. She can keep people in line. And I think she's going to she's gonna keep all of her opponents in line and start making her way towards the top of that, uh, top of the roster. So... Um, I think it was a really, really, uh, fun match, but again, I think, I think, uh, I think BK Rhythm was, was, uh, kind of got knocked off her pedestal a little bit with this match. So. Yeah, she definitely did. She thought she could just go in there and just take GI Jane as a joke. And that is not the case. Okay. Like they're built different. Know, to be a soldier and to be sharp mentally and physically. So this woman, you know, has gone through all the ranks and now she's a drill sergeant. Like that's not the type of person that you play with. When I no. first saw her, like I just felt like she could have been a Dora Milaje, like from Black from the Black Panther universe. Like she really could have been, you know, the general for the Dora Milaje. And it's just like she just has that aura about her that just says, you know, don't don't ever with me and I really like that and she's beautiful while doing it too and I just love it so kudos to G.I. Jane for her debut um, JD had a couple of questions in the comment he said has Jane done a lot of time in the Indies under a different name or is she a homegrown talent for a while I don't know I have no clue I have no idea. we'll probably do some more research into that what'd you say Kat Oh, so I have no idea. I mean, I, if I've, I've, if I've seen her, it's not ringing a bell. 
So um, I might have to see uh, what we can Google and find out. But as of right now, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm trying to do research to see. And I wanted because they do. Wow, takes a lot of like you know indies, uh, indie wrestlers, and um, people from different um, like athletic backgrounds. So I'm wondering if she's from a different. Uh, yeah, we'll do our research and we'll get back to you on that, JD. So, yeah, that's a really great question, though. It's really great to know to find that out. So moving forward towards our main event, this was another tag team match um, between Tormenta and Wrecking Ball, who have, who's, of course, aligned with Sofia Lopez, the greatest attorney in the world, versus Princess Ozzy and Leia Makoa. Now, Princess Ozzy and um, Tormenta had a match against each other, but then Wrecking Ball got involved. So this is how this tag team match um, started because Leia Makoa came to her came to Princess Ozzy's um, assistance. So this is how this started. So after Wrecking Ball and Tormenta made their entrances, as Sophia actually you know introduced them in Spanish and in English, um, Princess Ozzy. Um, and Leia Makoa just came rushing in ready to fight, like, because they were sick of it. Like, they came in ready to fight. And as Princess Ozzy came in and just started jumping on Tormenta and beating on her multiple times, Leia Makoa was, you know, rooting her on by slapping against the canvas of the ring over and over again as she stood up into the corner. And Princess Ozzy just went ham. And I just really, you know, enjoyed seeing this fire out of her. I really enjoyed it. Like, there were a couple of punches and roundhouse kicks from Princess Ozzy. And just when it seemed like Wrecking Ball was trying to throw Princess Ozzy into Tormenta, Princess Ozzy wound up knocking Tormenta off of the apron. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, she was just operating on a different level in this match. I loved it so much. And of course, Leia Makoa came in, came in with a number of her headbutts and slaps to the chest to both of the women. Like she did not care about the size advantage between Wrecking Ball and Tormenta. She was fighting, okay? She is proving that she is, you know, the next up. And wow, like I loved this match. They came in really hot. And just when it seemed like, you know, Tormenta and Wrecking Ball were trying to win with their power maneuvers, it just didn't work out. And after it happened, after um, a few back and forth there, you had Leia Makoa hit her signature move on her finishing move onto Tormenta. And that was the win. Leia Makoa covered Tormenta. Like, that was something I was not expecting to see. So Princess Ozzy and Leia Makoa had the win. And as they were celebrating and as the show was getting ready to wrap up, Wrecking Ball rolled back into the ring. And that was where the episode ended. So we got to wait, I guess, until next week to figure out what happened with those two about whether or not Wrecking Ball either jumped them or did they have the upper hand on um, Wrecking Ball. Yeah, so, I mean. Steph, you're you're so right in your your breakdown of it is that I feel like Princess Ozzy and that team totally came in on another level in this match. Like main event, making it happen. Like I we've seen her uh, in previous episodes um, in different uh, different scenarios and stuff like that, different opponents. And I feel like this one was. I think one of the best so far where she just came in and she was like, I'm not taking any, like, I'm not 
gonna have anything bother me. I'm gonna just go in there super strong and do things like she kind of like got out of her comfort zone a little bit i feel like um and they that worked really well together to just kind of take out somewhat of like a bigger team like if you think about it like just the the strength differences um and move set differences was was uh pretty clear in this one but they went in and they were like nope i'm not gonna I'm not gonna let them take me down and i loved that that fierceness about them coming in to start this match yeah, it was absolutely like a thriller. I loved it. So, Katrina, how did you feel about the match and the performance of Princess Ozzy and, um, gosh, Leia McCoy? Uh, I thought for a main event, I thought, I, you know, you want the main event. So, I guess, and I, I not that you can't steal the show in the beginning or the middle, because we know we've had plenty of shows where you, that one match, you're like, oh, man, like, can somebody top this match? But I feel like, for this matchup, because they were the main event, they want to make sure, like, at least if you didn't know, like, it's like if you were somebody coming in for the first time watching WoW, that was a great showing for somebody who had, might not have seen them before. I, I thought Princess, uh, I mean, she was uh, good before, but I felt like she had a different uh, ferocity this time than she had previously, which is, I felt like she really just was like, I'm not going to be intimidated. And I, and as somebody who's very tiny, uh, I usually like seeing situations where you're like, okay, I don't care how big you are, <laughs> that means nothing to me. And so I like kind of seeing that um, aspect where it just kind of seemed like, well, yeah, there's a bit of a size difference, there's a bit of a size advantage, but I'm, that doesn't mean anything. I'm still, and clearly it worked to their advantage because they actually got the win. Um, I was, um, I, I don't want to say I was surprised that Leah got the pin because I feel like we actually see, already seen her, some of her matches already that, you know, she had some tough opponents already and she still kind of came out victorious enough mm -hmm. that it's like, I wasn't surprised about the pin necessarily, but I did like that, you know, being that this was like not your normal tag with them being paired up together they still worked well enough that they pulled off the win and they did it again with their being you know i've said before about um the disciplinarian with like it's unfortunate that we don't see the size advantage that she being used because she has it uh and so in vice or i guess in reverse with this matchup it's like okay well you didn't let that deter you from making be, be winning the match and they wound up doing it and so i thought it was really good i thought they again they were really like kind of ferocious with it and didn't really let up and i think that helped them that they didn't really let up you know even when it seemed like mm, i don't know but then they still was able to pull off and still kind of hold on to what they were doing in the very beginning was just to make sure they kind of held fast on keeping on them i felt like just kind of not put not taking your foot off the, the you know like are you putting the foot on the neck kind of situation where it's like they was not letting up and it worked in the long run so i thought it was really really good main event it was it really was and then it's just like when you have wrecking ball and Tormenta together. The thing that I love was the fact that on commentary, they were talking about how Sofia Lopez, you know, even recruits people who aren't even from this planet because they said she's from the wasteland. Like, who knows where that could be from? And these two women, you know, are really powerful, you know, but it just wasn't enough, you know, for them to win that match. It's like, because it's like Emily said earlier, it comes down to who wants the victory more 
born who has the most. And Princess Ozzy and Leah McCoy clearly had the most to prove in that match, which is why they wound up winning. So, but of course, we still don't know how it ended because Wrecking Ball did stand up behind them. And that's where we saw the beautiful WoW logo pop up and we just don't know what happens next. Something interesting, something else interesting that they mentioned on commentary was the fact that during the Bully Buster match, they talked about how um, they can't wait for Candy Crush um, to get her hands on Chainsaw. And I thought that was really funny. Just know that I thought it was really funny. Katrina and Emily know why I think it's funny, but we will talk about later why it's really funny. But either way, that was the end. This That was this episode of um, WOW Superheroes, of course. Please catch it every weekend, every Saturday, wherever you can um, on the CW or any CBS affiliate channel that you might have. Please check it out. Please support it because these ladies are really putting in the work and they are amazing women and it's just an amazing time for women's wrestling. So please check it out if you haven't had the chance to. And of course, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, JD, Blackfist, 86, and uh pk kind of popped in a little bit as well thank you um for watching us on this after show um and we're gonna keep talking about it on mondays not necessarily tuesdays we had to move stuff around due to all of the traveling and stuff that we've been doing so of course thank you guys for joining us um emily thank you and katrina thank you for joining me for this show so emily tell everybody where they can find and follow you yeah you can follow me on all socials at emily may heller and uh just Follow me for uh, new adventures in the new year. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, if you guys want to watch, speaking of women's wrestling, if you want to watch women's wrestling real quick, I'll plug Mission Pro. We have a show Saturday in San Antonio. Um, we'll be streaming it on Title Match Network. So if you want to go watch that, um, support more women's wrestling. Awesome. Kat? Uh, you can find me on most platforms and Cat We Trust, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, Eza3. Uh, as far as, <laughs> I feel like now after the panel is going to actually slow down a bit. And so I can, I've been totally slacking on my channel, guys. I'm super sorry about that. I plan on putting more uh, review videos up and I do plan on putting the LA panel because it was recorded. Uh, I have to get it together, but I plan on putting the LA uh, panel uh, version of LA edition of this panel on my YouTube, so you can check it out and hear from the new uh, from the all the panelists. And there were some new ones, and so you know, hopefully, you get some insight uh, into that. And so uh, that will be my channel, hopefully, by the end of the week. I'm hoping, uh, but that's pretty much it. I feel like it's going to be pretty uh, chill as far as like shows. It's mostly just kind of catching up on all the online stuff now. So awesome, good. Good, good. And of course, you can find and follow me, your girl Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. I um, was a member of that panel. So, you know, as soon as Katrina puts that up, that will be there. And I also forgot to shout out Ringside Rain. There were so many of us on this panel that it's just sometimes it just slips my brain. Ringside Rain was on, um, Rain Cruise was on the panel as well. And I just loved, you know, hearing everybody's input and meeting everyone who I'd seen online, you know, do various things and stuff like that. So that was really great. Um, of course, you can check out um, 
the Hardy Wrestling Podcast everywhere you get your podcasts, especially also on YouTube. Um, hopefully, maybe I'll have a new episode this weekend. I'm not sure. I might because I do have a lot to talk about. Um, but of course, you know, we will be uploading more of our content from uh, Comic-Con LA with the WoW superheroes, you know, as we get that, you know, edited and situated this week. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to watch that and see what we were able to get into. You know, it was really great to be there. So hopefully you'll be able to see all of that on women's wrestling talk platforms. So continue to the only way you will be able to see this is if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod and check out our website at www.talkpod.com where you can check out all of our articles, our interviews, and all of our merchandise because it is Christmas time. So if you want to buy some gifts for that special someone in your life who loves women's wrestling, please do that on our website. You know, we've got great stuff. So please check that out as well. And follow us on Twitch, on YouTube, at Women's Wrestling Talk, and on our Facebook page. And also, you know, ring that bell so you can get notifications every time we go live so you won't miss a thing. So, of course, this has been the WOW Superheroes After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And until next time, bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.